Lunch Money Lambert, Jeff Malott. Welcome to the Kaizast Nation. Woo, I had to test my typing skills, Ryan. I was trying to get some stuff out, and I was like, you did it. Great job. High, high WPM. Okay. What's up? Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. We're back. Still still at it. We're still here. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody that is jumping on. We're streaming to multiple destinations. We got uh, Instagram Live tonight. We've got Twitter rolling, or X, excuse me, and all the other places we usually are at. So good stuff. Uh, if you're watching from any of those obscure we got four on x right now which is higher for us Ooh, doing good. boy them x's are yeah. popular if you're if you're watching over there on twitter slash x please comment i want to see if it works it's supposed to show the comments on this thing tonight so uh we'll somebody just got booted off uh instagram dale good griffin day. yeah damn it dale it's all right what, what have you done? done to us uh regardless we're trying this is uh, the future of kayak fishing i saw on my instagram notification yeah, that's right. I thought this was like the ghost of Christmas past is what we were, what we were yeah. doing here. So if you guys saw the the thumbnail for the, the show announcement, we brought, we're bringing on some guys that have been around the sport for a while. They've all been on the show before at one time or another. Uh, great guys, great anglers, and fun guests to have. So we're going to talk about where we've come from in kayak fishing and where we're going. And in some respect, they, they built it. They, they, you know, have built what we have now. So that was kind of the, the target of, of why we selected these gentlemen. And there it is. Jason Robinson on X first X comment ever on the live stream. So there you go. We're big time. So yeah, we're going to talk about things they've seen over the years. And then of course, what they expect uh, coming down the pipe this last week before the new year, we got, we got, uh, a lot of a lot of chatter on the page after the AJ show, and then we put the <laughs> recorded show up. Motors, it's like it's 2019 all over again with motors. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, we got a lot of people uh, with with their heads deep deep in the sand. Uh, if they think that that Hobie allowing motors is is the first <laughs> the first series that's allowed motors on kayaks, like this is a battle that happened five years ago. So yeah. It seemed like that's what it felt like. Like this was like the first time it it's ever happened. It's crazy to me. You know? And a lot of it uh, are people that don't even fish the Hobie series at all, but yet they're upset now uh, that this, this series allows people to enjoy fishing. Yeah. But it's as crazy. usual, it, it did produce some fantastic memes, uh, oh, some, yeah. other, some other good combos. So it was funny. Uh, and then this week there were some, some Morgan memes. I saw Chase Tanner reappeared on KBN. Chase group. and Jim Clark have both yeah. really came out of retirement here to, uh, kick off the new year. I'm glad to see that. Yeah. He, Chase went to the AI model to try to recreate some pro kayak handlers. That was pretty funny. I feel, yeah. I feel like he only put in like one picture or two and, <laughs> and got all those, got all those drummed up. Yeah, it was good. It was nowhere, no share. AI, apparently not a fan of PFDs, but otherwise yeah. it was pretty funny. You know, they're hot sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to keep our guests waiting long, but I do have to explain myself a little bit tonight, Ryan, because I know you've been bothered all week. Buddy, I've been needing your explanation for days now. Yeah. And I've gotten some messages as well, as you can imagine. If you guys notice something conspicuously absent from the KBN page this year, there was an announcement and or the results for the KBN power rankings that we've done for several years. Or I shouldn't say we. I've put them out. It's Jeff. It's all Jeff. I put them out. Ryan doesn't want any blame for that. Uh, however, I didn't do them this year. And some people were mad about that in the com- in the in the DMs anyway. And I'll explain to you why I didn't do them. 
anything I do in life, usually I, I is, is it worth the effort to do? And this year I didn't think it was because I feel like the trails have consolidated to where all the quote major competition is within two trails. It's Hobie and Bass. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. The other trails, all American didn't take off like we thought it may get there next year. KBF has shrunk overall attendance wise. So to have the actual numbers to pull from to do large events to do the rankings, all I had to do was look at the AOI standings from AOI, AOI from Bass. You could average it out and see who the best anglers are. So yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was really worth it. You can look right there at the AOI and see who the who the best folks are. Yeah. Now, if I had to just say like a coach's poll, like who would you say is is your highest ranked guy? I know who I I picked this year. I mean, I, I think I think you know for the Hobie series. Ewing just dominated. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think there's an argument, you know, on that side. Uh, obviously, you know, Russ won the the Bass AOY, but that was a much tighter race. Ewing kind of just ran off with the with the BOS series. Yeah, and, and if I had to pick my number one angler for the year, I'd I'd throw my my vote to Ewing as well, just because he really didn't have a, a stinker of an event. Coles no. were good event, right? Yep. yep, he definitely got it this year. Yes, I'd, I'd give it to Ewing. I, I didn't run the numbers. My apologies if y'all enjoy it. It may make a comeback next year. Who knows? We just need some more series to rise up so it, it's a better uh, computation rather than just copy and paste. Yeah. So, Appreciate it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, put your put your comments in there. I want to know who the people watching, who they would vote number one. Put in the comments. We'll, we'll read those and see what we can come up with. Uh, Bob Baylor says Ewing and Jackson. That'd be a good vote. Good vote. The young man's game over there. Who's the Florida State of kayak anglers? Hmm. <laughs> uh, we don't know because he didn't do the power rankings this year. We usually do have a Florida State of kayak anglers who's pissed because they <laughs> didn't make the the top ten or top fifteen, whatever they get upset about. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Maybe I maybe I'll do a compilation of all the rankings I've done to this point and uh, the all time number one really piss people off. Hey, sp- hey, he's talking about <laughs> Chad here. Was- all right, Bob. We're not going to start the year like that, Bob. We're not going to start the year like that. Uh, I was going to talk football, but we won't do that. This is a kayak fishing show. It's the first show of the year. Hey, we got Jay Wallen on here, too. We, we don't Jay want to talk here. football. Hey, Blake on Twitter. Wife surprised him with a, late, a Slayer Max for Christmas. Excited. Hey, for congrats. That's a good present, Blake. Well, well done over there. Uh, shout out to sponsors. We'll get these guests in here. Of course, 2024, the show is presented by ecofishingshop.com. Eco Fishing up, in, up on Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. So pumped that we got to partner with them kind of late in the year in 23, but it's going to be a big year with them in 24. And I can't, I mean, I, I don't want the year to fly by, but that, that big bass 250 is going to be, hopefully we can help it push that 250, Ryan. What do you yeah, think? That'll, we need to make a, make a big party out of that. And they ship everywhere. So if yeah. you need a kayak, call them, they'll get it to your house. That's right. And they're, they're killing it over on the, uh, if you're watching live on Instagram, make sure you go follow their Instagram page. They do a great job. They've got a, a core group of, of young fellows over there running their social media and they do a killer job with reels and YouTube shorts and all that stuff. So go check all that out over there. Nice page. Uh, pro guide lithium, of course. Uh, I saw some rumors of some bad weather coming. So I was charging up my pro guides in case I needed to splice into them for back, <laughs> backup power, man. You never know. You run never the know dishwasher. Right. Yeah. Run the dishwasher, charge my phone so I can post memes, whatever. Uh, and I, I didn't, I didn't really set up a giveaway for tonight. Should we do some glasses tonight, Ryan? What do you think? We can, yeah, yeah. I saw a comment earlier needing, needing sunglasses. The future's so All bright, right. so we'll throw that in there. 
All right, let's do a, let's do a Revo giveaway tonight where they're back with us again for 24. We've got some more sponsor announcements coming in the very near future, but we're, we're still uh, crossing some I's and dotting some T's or whatever this thing is. All right. Yeah, we're waiting on the cash man to come. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, let's, with that said, let's get these guys in here and talk a little bit about kayak fishing. There they are. It's a big group tonight. It I is. I like that, though. Yeah, we can leave the banner up with this many people. Fellas, what's up? Well, I'm the ghost from uh, kayak fishing past. <laughs> I knew you would take that one personally as soon as I said it. <laughs> what happened to Duke? We said, what's up, fellas? And Duke said, see you. He bounced. Duke he was on mute, too. He, he seemed yeah. upset about it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, guys, appreciate you taking the invite for this first show of the year. I know both of you have been on the show a couple of times. Jay, you may be up in the running for, like, the most – on here ever i'm not sure you've been hey, on here quite you know, a i'm just already. i'm just always available man you know what i mean i like yeah, it yeah yeah i appreciate your receptiveness <laughs> anytime anytime yeah uh we've got some questions coming in we're not going to rig the contest for you cody we're not going to give you a pair of glasses you got to win the deal so like that's, share and you, you can win some that's my little homie from st louis see we're trying to get him to uh get get on the water and something i don't really care if it's a kayak or not but uh he's a, a bit of a faux cowboy so It'd be interesting to get him out there and get him out there. I hear that right? Folk out? What is that? What is well, that? Well, I'll send you some pictures later. I can't really talk about it on air. I think those are like the kids that went to my 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 boy's high school that had jacked up trucks and boots and stuff, but never really did any cowboy stuff. <laughs> no, he's got a, he's got a couple okay. cows out there. He runs around. They, he does some of the the PBR buck and bull stuff. He's I understand. A, he's a sweetheart. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got a Duke oh. sighting. Dude, you're back. Sorry, guys. That's all right. I thought we weren't going to get you at all. So if for 30 seconds, I'll take it. We'll, we'll, take, <laughs> we'll take it, man. But, yeah, we appreciate you, man. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to have you guys on tonight to talk a little bit about where kayak fishing has been, of course, over the last decade or so, and then where we think it's going. So, of course, I think, Brian, we think we ought to go backwards first, talk about where it's been. Definitely go backwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we can go around the horn. I don't know where we want to start. Maybe we'll start with Duke since you just jumped in here. <laughs> not, only, not only are you an angler, but you have, and, and all of you guys have played a part in this in general, building this from the ground up. Texas is basically its own national trail at this point. It's been that way for several years. So talk about what you've seen growth-wise, Texas and across the country from, from the uh, tournament trail scene. Uh, I've seen it growing, you know, exponentially, growing from, you know, starting out with, 10, 20 guys, and now we're at, you know, 100 each event. So it's it's been pretty cool to see it from the ground up, you know. Um, I literally had to start it from the ground up because where I was at, you know, the Austin guys fished their own event, and they didn't want to travel anywhere 50 miles, you know, out of the way, out of the way. So they just fished Austin. So we had to do our own thing. You know, I drove down there and fished a couple of KB, you know, the uh, uh, cats events. Um but other than that, man, I, I, we had to start our own thing, and we just grew from there. Um, you know, uh, we've done everything from, you know, identity, you know, little index cards at the ramp, and you know, to, um, you know, submitting your your SD cards, you know, throwing in the bucket, you know, how many fish you have. Um, it's been pretty cool seeing it evolve. I love the buckets. I miss the buckets. <laughs> yeah. Jay, you you were part of growing bluegrass uh, kayak anglers over there in Kentucky. You've also fished all over the country. 
what do you think about how far we've come from the days of, of SD cards and spoons and kayaks and stuff like that? <laughs> Man, uh, you know, you you give me a lot more credit than I deserve for starters. AJ McWhorter just developed this thing out of thin air over here in Kentucky. Um, but yeah, we used spoons for identifiers before. Uh, maybe even like ketchup packets or something. I'm not real sure yes. what all we used. Uh, it is kind of wild though, man. Like I remember, you know, people using digital cameras and you had to take a picture of your boat when you launched um, coming back to uh, waiting in line to show the judge your pictures, you know, and people handing over digital cameras and letting a judge look at the, look at the pictures. Um, you know, even like this isn't that long ago, but the very first um, Hobie, it wasn't the Hobie Bass open, but it, well, yeah, that's what it was. It, it was, was the yeah. Hobie Bass open on Kentucky Lake, the very first one, if I recall, we had SD cards, and you had to, like, put your, I think there, there could only be three pictures on there. You had to whittle it down and just put three on the card, and you turn it in a little Ziploc baggie, and then you come back in, like, two, three hours and, you know, see, see what the judge ruled. But uh, Did they write <laughs> your total on the baggie? maybe yeah i mean we did have like little cards i remember there was little cards that went with with your sd card in the bag and so you know we didn't know any other, we didn't have any other way to do it tourney x didn't exist like you know you didn't submit anything on your uh, on an app you know that stuff just wasn't for us it wasn't even a thought you know so to be where we're at now in that very very short amount of time it's just kind of wild to to see where it's gone you know and i think you know you talk about motors and all this stuff that stuff like that stuff's been around like my dad had a, a custom-made boat and it's called creek boats from a guy in south carolina and he he's been making those things since like the 90s with little trouble motors on them and stuff foot controlled the whole nine yards so that stuff's not that new i think the the cell phone apps, the the Tourney X, and then of course your forward facing sonar. I think those are the biggest um, advances that we've made is in that direction as far as where we've been and where we're going. And Marty, you you've been kayak fishing since it was like you know seal skin. Like, what did you guys used to measure with like sl slate and chisels? What, what was how'd y'all do that? Oh man, right next to it. They use lengths of rope. <laughs> yeah. I just saw your I just saw the video of your kayak, Ryan, and I'm thinking, man, if you if you would have had that twenty five years ago when we were starting out, you'd been a great guy. <laughs> well, not anymore. I'm back of the pack. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. So no the, the you know, the argument today is motors and, and, and whether we should use them and all you know, all this other stuff, but it's forward facing sonar of course. You know what the argument was back then? It was, well, can I use my tape measure? Or do I have to use this golden rule? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Real world problems. And then and then it went to the hog trot versus the golden rule. And of course, then it went from hog trot to catchboard. So to me, the advances have been in the measuring part of it, you know, that I've seen. Um, and I've been, I've been through all of it, this, the disc and all that. But, you know, we had a little checklist, you know, a pencil and a baggie. 
and you would check off the fish you caught. It was all on our system, the first, the first term we had back in 2004. And I had no idea anybody else was even having a term. I just wanted to have one, and I didn't compete in them. For, for ten, nine years, I just, I just put them on. Never fished a one. My kids fished in them. And then uh, 2013 fished the first one, and that was, you know, you, you recorded your, your stuff as well uh, on there. But, and you took a picture by then at that time. But, yeah, the biggest advancement, and also with the digital part of it, taking the pictures and all that. You know, so um, it has come a long way, but I would say the last five years is where it's it's a blur to me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping up uh, the technology part of it, you know, uh, struggle like this year. I got I didn't get DQ'd, but I just couldn't get my pictures submitted to a tournament. And I went nuts <laughs> trying to figure it out. It happens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that's, you know, and, and as far as the kikes, I mean, our first tournament, we had a guy that built one out of wood. Yeah, we allowed canoes in them. We had canoes and we had rafts and everything else. And, you know, um, so, yeah, it's come a long ways. And and it's really neat to to see all of that. Um, But I I will say this. I say this a lot of other podcasts is the true essence of kayak fishing. A lot of guys have never experienced that. They've gone right into the tournaments. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of. A, a different aspect from the early years to now too is guys would go out and try kayak fishing first a lot and then get in tournaments now yeah. not to say it's not happening today but i see a lot of guys go right into the tournaments and get i think a lot of people are pulled into it for the tournaments yeah. instead yeah. of the yeah. you yeah. know yeah. the low cost the easy accessibility yeah. they come in thinking i've got to spend eight grand <laughs> to yeah. have all this stuff like you can spend 800 bucks and go have a ball of kayak fishing now i, I will tell you ryan I spent $235 on my first kayak and I already had my, I had a boat already too, but 235 bucks and I had a fishing rod and that's all I used was a few lures and that. So basically it didn't cost me hardly anything you know, to, to do it. And then now it's like every spare penny I have, it goes to kayak fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot more expensive. Yeah. yeah. I, Joe Mack in the comments on YouTube, he said, uh, let me throw it up here. He said, there's no way I would ever would have fished a second kayak tournament turning in SD cards. <laughs> it was it was tough sometimes. Yeah. Like, the length of time that it took felt, I mean, it wasn't as long as some of the other stories we've got that, you know. Even widget judging. technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it took a while. It was a little frustrating. Um, you know, and Marty got me thinking about something uh, but my pre-kayak days, of course, you know, a lot of you guys know, I, my dad's a big fisherman. I grew up fishing out of a bass boat. But one of the things that we had a lot of fun doing was the, um, I'm trying to think what they call them. It's like the belly tubes, the big the big yeah. inner tube, fishing tubes. I used yeah. to fish out of those. And there's been people that have tournaments out of those. Like the, you know, tube. I don't, I don't even, is that what they're called, Marty? Like belly, I don't know. Uh, fishing um, tubes like, yeah, well, yeah. We, we actually had guys in our tournaments with those as well they were yeah losing. you put the fans on your feet and yeah, yeah I, kick around i could <laughs> yeah. be wrong but i'm pretty sure russ said when we had him on here one time that's what he used to fish in california was like oh, a, yeah. they had a trail of the of i think the that was bdh man. i think that was, yeah, was, it, was it it was it was bdh you're right you're right okay. yeah, i knew it was one of the california transplants yep. it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to fish that way it's different but uh yeah I was thinking of three other changes here, guys, too, is, uh, you know, the women in the sport 
And like today we have we have a few. We gotta get them Ooh. out. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, it's a joke. <laughs> clip that. <laughs> but, but you know, it's I a joke. Some, I the pictures from the you know the other day. I looked at some of the old tournament pictures. A third of the field was women in our tournaments here in Nebraska. Yeah, you know, this is way back early days, and they had a y'all ball. doing it right in Nebraska then. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then the the physical element has changed. You know, I used to, to me, I felt like I had an advantage because I you know I could paddle and all that, and now you know now it's the motor's the advantage. So the physical element it isn't there like it was. We're pretty much like and and I I'm, you you disagree agree. We're kind of like small plastic basketball one man basketball. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, so it's gone that way, and then. The other change was from forums to social media. I mean, the yeah. forums, the Texas, yeah. Texas kayak forum was the big one, you know, and Nebraska had a pretty good one too on the kayak side of it. But there was, you would go to these forums and that's where you'd find out information and, and people putting their stuff in there. You know, I see Jay not dead. So, oh man, I've still got bookmarks to all kinds of forums, man. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, used to be all about it. Still, I still forums. visit them, but you, you couldn't get banned world. and blocked for three or four <laughs> days on that stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about that. Marty said, you know, you didn't even realize there were other people out there doing this yeah. back in 2004, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Facebook really hadn't gotten off the ground yet. Forums sure. were sort of the thing, but they weren't even ultra popular yet. So, yeah, you were kind of out there on an island wondering if you're the only ones doing it. Because, well, of, I mean, know. I was, I, I went six years without ever seeing a live kayak, never saw another kayak. Yeah, and the only ones I saw was on the internet. I re- I reached out to Dennis Spike, Jim Sammons, and Chad Hoover. Those are the three that I knew about. And I reached out to them. I got a guided trip with Jim Sams who took me out in the ocean, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> we, went, we went three miles out in a paddle kayak fishing for sharks. <laughs> that's you know? crazy. And that was adventure, you know. Yeah, that's adventure. All right. Was it one of those little narrow, fifteen foot long kayaks too? It was a twelve footer uh, ocean kayak. And mm-hmm. yeah. You use the tide to get out and the tide to get back. That's dope. I like that. I miss the ocean kayaks. They, they're gone. They've, they've, they're yeah. rebranded and gone. Uh, Duke, we were talking about you building in Texas down there. How how did you grow it when it started there? Were you, what, did it really fire up with social media or did you get it going before social media really took off? Because I don't see the sport anywhere near where it is without social, like a lot of other things without. Social oh yeah. Media. 100%. 100%. Like, like everybody else, I was really big into the forums, you know, Texas kayak fishing, you know, um, DFW kayak fishermen. Um, but it was, I, I was really big into that because I was already big into the car scene. So I, I used to have a shop in my previous life. So I was really big into, you know, all these rice burners and all this crap, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I just, it just rolled into another stupid hobby. So <laughs> you're like, days, you're so. like, what's, what's worse than rice burners? <laughs> oh shit. Plastic boats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got it. Now look, seriously, did you ever think Duke from, from then getting into this sport now that it, I mean, it's literally your career you run tournaments, but you work and manage Mariner, Mariner sales. Did you ever think yeah. you'd end up there? Yeah. Heck no. Heck yeah. no, man. I mean, I, I, I bought my first kayak, you know, on a whim. I wanted to go catch some redfish because I saw it on Texas Kayak Fisherman. I'm like, oh, man, it'd be awesome to pull a redfish. So I bought it, and then, like, two weeks after I bought my damn kayak, um, Fairfield had a, red, had a fish kill, and there was no more redfish over there ever since. So <laughs> I literally bought my kayak and used it for a couple of weeks, and then I it sat there for, like, two years. 
And then, and you, you know, I, I remember it's been what seven or eight years ago now. I fished a working man's tournament with you as the first kayak fishing tournament I fished in Texas. I happened to be out there for work and meet Duke at like a boat ramp down the road from the Bass Pro <laughs> on Grapevine one afternoon. <laughs> but y'all did, I mean, that was kind of the growth process. Like people look at these huge yep. tournaments and how we got here, but it, you know, it used to be like five guys in a parking lot, you know, with $10 cash in their pocket. That was, yep. <laughs> that was the, yep. the way it started. Yeah. And I, I credit that a lot to Mariner Sales. Uh, a couple of guys started that, that workman's event. Um, and I just took that over. Um, I took that over. And then a year later I decided, you know, we needed something bigger. Um, and with, with, you know, you know, Guillermo, Scotch, they all got together with me and we, they, we had this big powwow and wanted a big series for the North Texas area. So that's, that's how, that's how all that started. Um, but yeah, that working man's it for, for a long time, it grew, it went from, you know, five or six guys at the, in the parking lot to, you know, some of these events, we had about 50 or 60 guys on a Thursday afternoon show up. So yeah. it was fun. Do you, I, you guys were talking about the SD cards and digital cameras and stuff. And, and I ran tournaments during those days. And I, while it is way more convenient, obviously, to have Tourney X and iAngler and all the different softwares, I miss sort of miss the days where everyone was forced to come and turn their SD cards in and hang out a little bit. Yeah. Y'all think there's any way we could ever get back to that using the technology we have, but but have an, an aspect where we can turn it in. I, Cody Prather actually tried it at a TOC years ago where you, had a live weigh-in with the digital images. Uh, I remember that. I was there. Yeah. Some, I mean, it didn't go great because the technology wasn't there yet. But with yeah. the tech we have, could, could you guys ever see something like that happening? Because I miss, I sort of miss those days in a way. Yeah. I, that's that's what I wish like like Bassmasters would do when we're on this big stage is, you know, I mean, you do see it, but I mean, it. I don't know. It just, it's not, I don't know. It's It's not as pronounced as it should be, I guess. I don't know. It's like like when Cody had on, we are at a smaller stage, I guess, and it it, it looks really cool when it works. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only time I see it's like on a league night, guys hanging around a little bit, you know. But on the most tournaments, I, a lot of the field goes home. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we have to figure something out, uh, and I don't mean have to or something's yeah. going to fail, but I mean have to to bring that part back into the sport because that's the reason a lot of us on here right now even know each other is from you know from hanging out at at rules meetings or you know at the end of day one mandatory in-person captains meetings that kind of thing like you're forced to talk to people outside of of your circle and make new friends and you know i think a lot of the new people coming into the sport that don't have like a a posse that they run with or whatever they kind of feel you know like alienated or outsiders or something they're not getting that opportunity to you know have a funny story or or watch me make a fool of myself or something like that like i think i think we have to get that kind of personal stuff back into it yeah for sure i agree yeah it's yeah. uh it's i think covid the last event that i ever remember being that was the hobie event at lake norman after mm -hmm. that everything just completely changed Yep, me and Rich and Tim, we uh, we gave it a good run at Norman. Yep, <laughs> yep. I remember. We were at that racetrack. We were at that racetrack. Yeah, we had a good had a good old time out there. I want to go back. I want to get one of those cars and see if it'll do. You know, ten fifteen miles an hour with my fat butt in it. You have an opportunity <laughs> coming up. 
I want, I'm going to get in some. I'm going to race, man. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to drink some bourbon and get in one of those race cars. <laughs> yeah. Now we're All talking. right, I'm in. Uh, Johnny Maddox on YouTube made a comment about the leaderboards. Turn the leaderboard off all day, and you have to show up to see it at the end of the day. And I'll tell I you, like it. the leaderboard's great, but I think we've all gotten spoiled to knowing the results basically all day until the end of the day. Maybe that, I mean, would how would that be received? if we started AJ's midday on? report would. Man. <laughs> Man. I, I love the midday update. I love the I, midday yeah. update. I like Although it. people, more people would watch the update if they didn't have the leaderboard to look That's at. Right. People would be more curious. That's true. That's true. That's true. I would be a lot less motivated on day two without the leaderboard myself. <laughs> like I, feel, I feel like I'm working toward a reason to get off the water at some point. So I don't know. That's just my own my own mindset. I think it would work. I think people would definitely have to, you know, have to participate in it. I, I like, you know, it was the the Bass Open series that, uh, that used to do the, the giveaways uh, at awards, you know, where they'd have stacks of rods and you know all kinds of accessories and stuff and it was pretty much a must be present to win type deal i think we have to figure out some kind of like motivating factor like that are you saying bring yeah. back terry manley is that what you're saying yep <laughs> i'm i'm cool with that i'm cool with that if anybody where, where needs their that? if anybody needs their butt adjusted uh has anybody heard from that dude in like you know the last decade or so or is he just uh, I, don't know, I, like Terry. I like old Terry. Yeah, no, Terry was a good dude. Like, I like Terry. He was funny. Yeah. I just don't know what happened to him. He like disappeared, man. Yeah. Just... Shout out just to Terry. We got yeah. Yak, we got the, the Yak tribe man in the comments Jeez. throwing out dropping knowledge on us. I like it. Yeah. Uh I wanted to ask you guys a couple questions, then we'll get into what the future holds. One, and you guys can whoever wants to answer first and go around. What is the weirdest thing you remember doing pre pre tech, pre tourney X, pre motors on Yaks and all that? What's the weirdest thing you remember seeing at these tournaments? Local, national, whatever. Who, who did something weird? That that seemed normal at the time, but now you look back and you're like, what what were you, what were you doing that for? Mm. I yeah, that's on. a tough one. T taking pictures of our boats on the ramp. Like yeah. I don't. It didn't prove anything. <laughs> using using, <laughs> li using little bitty identifier stickers that nobody could read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a weird one for sure. Marty, I, I know I, you've seen it all. What? What? I, I I would say probably the paper checklist with the three dots on it. And you colored them in when you caught your fish. Yeah. And you know it was all like it was all on our system and Scantron. <laughs> Is it going on back there? It was never <laughs> back then. How far do you think we would get with the honor honor system today? Uh, no, no, not far. I had 179 inches. <laughs> Swear to God, <laughs> you didn't see me. It don't count. Yeah. The other thing yeah. is, is that we we fish for multi species. Yeah, kayak uh, wars. Uh, kayak wars. We had uh, we we had like uh, the first tournament I ever put on was. At Rock Creek, we I think we had nine species on there, and you tried to catch three of each one. Oh wow! And uh, it was it was pretty good. It was, and I was amazed at what people caught. And then, uh, you know, when when I spread it across the state here, we went from we had an online deal for three, <coughs> three or four months there, one species each month, and and then we had a finale. So the only two tournaments that we had live for the for several years was the one the was the Kayaka Palooza, and then we went, and then if you qualified to go to the Texas one, 
that was it. That's all we did. And then a spooky bass came about. And then, so then it was three tournaments and now there's 400. Dwayne, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Wally's throwing shade at the SD cards in the Ziploc. Of course he is. I mean, he's Mr. Turney well, X. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's made a substantial imprint uh, on that, on that ideology there. I, I remember running tournaments with the, in the SD card days, we had the buckets and you'd put your five fish in one. And I but the most th- the monkey wrench in that plan was when people started using their smartphones instead of a digital camera, and we're like, "What is this? We can't have this. We need your SD cards." And then we figured out how to look at their smartphones, and they had to include your code. Like that was the craziest thing ever that we had to look at their smartphone instead of an SD card. <laughs> we got some weird comments coming in. Uh, Van Tine has has his new baby boy. Congrats, River says, oh. "What's up, Cesspool?" I love that name. Uh, Josh Josh Evans is watching us from uh, from the shower. Wow, you must have an Android. <laughs> you must have a droid. This will be in a museum someday. That's the original cameras we used right there. Oh. And I had it in a waterproof box. This is probably, I don't know, 12, 13 years old maybe. Uh, I could have swore you were going to pull out a Polaroid camera. But you pulled out a digital camera. <laughs> you know, this was like the can. This was the GoPro of, you know, the, the dark ages. Kodak, <laughs> uh, this camera. It had a has a little place to put the disc. Look at that. Look at that SD card. That's that's hey. a full size too. Yeah. Is that four? Is that is that what it says? That's a old that's a uh, four, four gigabyte. Four gig. Yeah. Heck yeah. So you could get about a day's worth of fish yeah. on that one. Yeah. It's mine. Oh my gosh! Everybody, we're flopping <laughs> yeah. cameras here. Look at this. It's amazing. Nikon waterproof. Yeah. <laughs> you got something? It's a good time. This is amazing stuff. <laughs> and cheeks. Yeah, I love it. Well, let me go find uh, my Jay, Jay's, Jay's <laughs> moving around seven bottles off. of bourbon to get his camera out here. Yeah, right here. Hang on. can't sell them. Oops, hey, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Ooh, yeah. yeah. XP. Yeah. Still got it. I'm I got an SD card in it. It'll tell them what's on it. Yeah, turn that on. Let's see. Yeah, let's let's put that back where I found it. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. Are, are y'all basically yep. hoarders? How do you still have all this? Well, you stuff? can't. <laughs> the stuff becomes obsolete in six months yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know. How I mean, would y'all technically, feel? Technically, it still works. I mean, yeah. Yeah. what if we do a throwback tournament? Uh, no electronics. No apps. <laughs> Uh, you got to have your SD card uh, for weigh-in. Uh, what if we just take it all the way back to the beginning? Who's down? I'm going to be fun. I, I'm already <laughs> ready. We got our cameras. We, we're ready. Right. Let's go. <laughs> we're ready. Let's go. All, all ten of us. Meet me I, on oh, Nickajack, yeah. boys. <laughs> and you can use a rusty old tape measure. Yeah, yeah. Use, use, your, le- use your leg tattoo ruler. That's what yeah. we. I've there still got my. I've still got my white hog trough that bends all the way in half. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. We got some great comments coming in. Uh, Jacob said his is next to his VCR and landline phone. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> um, Don't ever give up, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Th- we talked about social media a little bit earlier in the, in technology in general, attorney X, et cetera. I mean, where do you think truthfully, where would this sport be? Because it's a niche of a niche. Where would it be without social media and or attorney X or, or, or apps like that? Where would be, we'd be still 
mostly local trails with a few, maybe a few opens that we've read about in the magazine. I, I don't know where Bassmaster, like the bass boat side was established. They were doing their thing. They were going to grow. They had TV, but without social media and tech, we, I don't think we'd be halfway where we are, maybe a quarter. And Bassmaster wouldn't be doing kayak tournaments if it weren't yeah. for social media. Oh, for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Yep. You, we might still be having the TLC in Texas. Bo Reed? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sting. <laughs> Zinger. Well, I, I think, uh, I mean, I think obviously social media and the people that that fish in this sport and put out the content, that's what has drawn the attention of these bigger sponsors, the sponsors that you see listed across the screen. Like None of this stuff would would have taken place, period, without social media. You know, we, we had local trails running, and you may have like one or two local sponsors, non-endemics or whatever, but nobody knew what we were doing. There wasn't people, you know, if you got 30 miles outside of Chattanooga, no one had a clue that, you know, Chattanooga bass yackers existed. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't a thing. Like social media is what, what made everything that you see here happen, and that's what's going to continue to keep it growing. Yep. Yep. I was trying yeah. to go back over here on the social media and find some old pictures or in my, this is a new computer. So I don't have my old hard drive from my old laptop. Why is um, everybody watching from the bathroom tonight? Steve-O, <laughs> Steve-O's <laughs> watching in the bathroom too. <laughs> Y'all got to step out a little bit, boys. Yeah. Stay, get out of the bathroom. I'm going to show you, were any of y'all a uh, part of this extravaganza? Look at this picture I just found. Uh oh, the 2013 true tournament of champions. Mm -hmm. PKAA. Yeah, I was in that. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were, Marty. I remember. How about that? Uh, I think I was in the 2014. I don't know if I was at the 2013 or not. I don't think I was. It was pretty, it was, it was a much smaller turnout. Uh, that yeah. first year they had. It was the first year they did it, from what I understand. Okay. Yeah, I was I was at the next one. Didn't uh, Michael Cates win that one? Yeah. Yep. Sure enough, yep. did. Yeah. Yep. Marty, uh, Marty knows nice everything. Guy. Marty is a Rolodex of information. <laughs> That first I, one, I, I remember uh, taking. Uh, uh, Ray, I see Raff and I see uh, Slifer from Kansas. I think he was seventh. Yeah, but uh, Kevin Slifer, I remember. Yeah, that. what happened to him? He used to Marty? fish all the national tournaments. What happened to him, Marty? He used to fish all know. the big he, tournaments. He was he was like the first Kansas guy. Yeah, you know. I can't tell you who won a tournament last year. And Marty's like, well, back in 2011, he was 19th. It was raining that day. <laughs> Walking almanac for stats, buddy. <laughs> That's cool. That's, That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> Is that where PKA term was was no, coined? Do you think just, right there? That just, that just happened. Okay, just happened. The Professional Kayak Anglers Association of America. It's like the dodgeball. <laughs> it's like AARP. <laughs> yeah, AARP. Uh, yeah, that, that was fun stuff. I, I wish I could find some old old picks that we used to submit because it it's a travesty. They would never slide today. I mean, think about that, Duke. All the stuff you've judged over the years, would you allow the things we used to allow? Oh, heck no. I mean, it, it's, we used to allow open mouth as long as the bottom <laughs> oh, lip was touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was how we manipulate the hell out of that thing. To get oh, it. man. Oh, you just, yeah. Yeah. You can manipulate a jaw to get some extra length. Yeah. What, <laughs> is that is touching the what are we talking about? <laughs> about fish picks, bro. Come okay. on. Yeah, the, the, right. the picture quality nowadays is so much better. You know, yeah. even even when we first started using digital imaging from on, on, on our phones, some of these phones it had very grainy pictures and it was terrible. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, the cameras know, were like four megapixels or something. Yeah, you know, on yeah. the first camera phones, like they were trash. Yeah, yeah we, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, when I first started, we just drew the picture of the fish that you got. <laughs> <laughs> Marty laid a laid a piece of paper over and took took a coal and just made a <laughs> made a little photo. Papyrus wow. etchings. That is that is. Bizarre. Who's going to jail right now? Where's the sirens? Where's that? No, at? Uh, I think it's my house. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> no worries. East yet. Kentucky. Somebody must put the the hot meth sign on out in the, yeah. <laughs> out in the window. Yeah, it's fresh. I, I do want to mention too, uh, Jeff and Ryan about you know one big thing about kayak fishing. How many lives have been changed by it? You know, uh, whether professionally uh, with with jobs or just being fishing, or maybe it just saved them you know mentally and physically. You know. In that, in that realm. I think that's why, I mean, I know that was a big thing of why I got so deep into kayak fishing, like going through a divorce or whatever, like that was like kind of a, a release. It was peaceful. I didn't have to worry, worry about any of the crazy stuff going on. And you, you hear that story a lot, you, no matter what people are going through in their lives, you, some, you know, ex-military guys, they, it's like a therapy for them, you know, kind of an outlet, same deal. Uh, I think that's that's played a huge role in in a lot of the community. Yeah, you know uh, Trey Dawson, he's on here. He just said amen there. You know, he just did a podcast about his life, and it's an incredible story and what kayak fishing has done for him. And you know, I, I just those kind of things make me feel good about the kayak fishing thing. You know, regardless of what happens. Yep. And I made some of the best friends I have in my life through kayak fishing too. Like I think that's. You know, when you have a network of people that you can call across the country and they'll do whatever, you, like, you could ask for anything. Like, hey, man, I need to borrow a car for a week. Done. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, like, you know, how many people have we all had come stay at our homes and give them kayaks and, and rods and reels and, you know, bring them to, to your family dinners and stuff? <laughs> like, it's crazy uh, how this sport's kind of pulled so many people together. Yeah, we joke about the community and doing things for the community, but it's a real thing. I mean, it is yeah. a real thing. People step up when uh, you least expect it. It's amazing. So good stuff. Yeah, right yeah I've uh, had a lot of guys come up to the shop and tell me, you know, after the year's over, after the first year of, of actual fishing tournaments and trails and stuff, they, you know, just, just, just mentioned how much they've enjoyed it and how much they, you know, saved their sanity. You know, um, so it's it's been real eye opener for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how you really know that you're cared for is when you get made fun of on our group page. That's how you really oh, yeah. know that we love you <laughs> and care for you. Um, no, it, it, it's great. It's a fantastic community. And and literally all the best friends I have and all of you can probably say the same thing came out of fishing these tournaments and, and getting around locally, regionally, nationally, whatever, meeting all these different people. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah. You like to suffer yep. together. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we understand each other, all of us. Um yeah, we've kind of reminisced a bunch tonight and talked about you know what we've seen in the past, but let's talk about what we expect. I mean, it's 2024. Uh, I think I shared a meme with one of our group chats that uh, we're closer to 2030 than we are to 2017 now. So we're we're heading on down the road. Uh, what do you guys foresee in the future for this sport? I mean, not just from a technology standpoint, but from a from a growth in the tournament side of things standpoint. Either or. What's the first you know jump in tech we're gonna do? We didn't. I didn't think we'd be where we're at now with double with DP dual power and, <laughs> li- and live scope and all the things we're looking at. Uh, and then the tournaments. I mean, BOS and Bass are growing exponentially. You know what's what's coming down the road? Do you guys think five ten years from now? 
boy, I, I think I think the Bassmaster grows even more. Oh, I, I yeah. think it becomes big time. Uh, nothing gets Hobie. Hobie does a great job. Well, AJ does a great job there. I just think that the Bassmaster with the media presence and with and how established they are, um, it's gonna. It, it we're not. We haven't seen uh, what it's really gonna be like in a few years. It's gonna be a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see. You know what I liked seeing before was you know some of the live feeds going on with the uh, the team ter- tournaments. Uh, I would like to see that move on or or, or, or Bassmasters pull something like that. You know, the biggest hurdle is is service. Uh, that's the biggest hurdle. Um, that's gonna be awesome if they can get it done because that will just elevate it so much. Yeah, yeah. I think Duke nailed it. I I think it's the um... I think it's the service aspect of it. Um, you know, if you ever get something like uh, Elon's uh, Starlink, if that thing ever really works the way he says it will, and you start getting full, like four or five G service at these lakes out in the middle of nowhere, and you can actually afford to live stream these events, that's when the game literally changes. That's when it really takes a leap. Because then you're able to reach audiences live, and you know that's where the dollars come in. That's where everything changes. That's I where think the, yeah. I think the reason that that I feel like the Bassmaster part is the key is because they already have all of that established. They have yeah. camera crews. They have satellite trucks. Yep. They have the ability to stream it now. But what yep. we have to show as a product: do we have the audience that's going to watch it? So, you know, are they going to invest those resources into the kayak fishing side? And I would love, and I'm sure, you know, it'll be a down the road next year or the year after thing, but can we show them enough return and enough support to where they're going to take that chance? And, you know, maybe they just cover the the championship or whatever, but just roll the dice on it and see what the reception is. Because I, I mean, I definitely think that is the, the next evolutionary step. Like we can argue motors and pedals and blah, blah, blah. We're not going backward. Like we're, we're at a point to where you're not going to, go back to nothing like it's not going to happen it's going to continue any technology that you see come out on a bass boat will be implemented on a kayak it's i mean we just need to accept that the other thing is that bassmaster not not to say they're any better anybody else but they do have a grassroots level in every state you know where you can try to qualify without doing all the opens that we're traveling to doing there's different ways to do it i think that'll expand even more yeah, I mean, yeah. you've seen it now. There were two or three states that were doing it right from the beginning, but now it's up to, you know, we probably got 15 or 16 states that have, have really put forth the effort. I mean, the the Texas schedule is is just a hammer factory. <laughs> when y'all drop that one, that's pretty much a national trail just right in Texas. It was like, oh, all right, well, they're taking that pretty serious, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's we'll people, down, people down there literally that, probably will say, ah, I don't need to travel. I'll just stay here this year. Yeah, Get true. It. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I don't think, uh, you know, a lot of people get hung up on the motors and the electronics and the the materials that our kayaks are made of and all that stuff. That stuff will change over time, but it's not going to change the landscape of what we do. Like, it, it'll it'll move forward, but that stuff's not the big change um, that I think you'll see. I think it's you know like what Marty said with bass. 
if they can figure out, like Steve Fields and I have had this conversation a million times about what he would like to do, live streaming and all that stuff. And whoever can unlock that, and Bass has the keys to it, obviously, to do it. Um, but whoever can unlock that and get that part figured out, I think that's where, you know, you'll start getting different tiers of events, like like what we've talked about with the state club. Like, Bass is already doing it. Like, it's, it's forming right now. Like, you're going to get different tiers of events, just like they did with the Bass Boat World. I mean – there's Bass Nation Bass Boat Series. There's the you know uh, the Opens. Then there's the Elite Series. Like I could see that forming if they get the the live stream part of it going. That's I think that's the evolution of it. And and you, and you know every piece of technology that's ever existed really gets cheaper over time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you know, oh, yeah. to buy a kit to live stream is unbelievably expensive right now. You know, professional. You know, live stream back to a truck and do whatever you got to do with it. But over time, will the affordable options be there to where it's it is more affordable uh, and feasible from an ROI standpoint to do it? We'll see. Over time, yeah. you'll be able to hit a button on your phone and turn on your live stream, and they can go down the leaderboard and click a direct link to exactly. your GoPro or your phone. That'll You're be that'll direct. be the trick. I've been saying it. You got to have direct that, access to the angler's cameras where you can turn them on. That'll, your that'll be the trick. But, uh, yep. you know, I, I I don't know how. It'll probably be five, ten years before we get there. But that'll be yep. the trick. Yep. I'll be in the well, home yeah. by then. The other thing yeah, is, you, you know, a lot of kayak guys are on a budget, you know. And so traveling to – Who? Who's on a budget out here, Marty? Anybody Shoot. A budget? <laughs> what about, yeah. so you use kayaks six I grand. Uh, uh, I am this week. Yeah. Um, you know – Going to Susquehanna is great. I, it was an epic trip for me. Or, you know, planning to go to Lake Murray, South Carolina. Some are going to Florida. There's Nebraska. I was going to the Florida event here coming up a couple weeks, I think. But if if there was some way of, of having regionals like they do with the bass boats, you know, where you have three in the west, three in the middle, and three in the north, three in the south, you know, that type of thing would take off, too, and you qualify that way. That would really help a lot. But, but the, all, the other thing is the option to fish, you know, more than that as well. Um, but that's, I, I see us going that direction as well. Maybe who knows? Yeah. We've talked about this a bunch of times on the show. Is there ever going to be a, a, I hate to call it a pro series, but something you have to qualify for. Yes. yes. Will there, will there yeah. ever be something of that? 100%. Form? There will eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll see it start out with like a top 50 or something. And I think it'll have to be sponsor driven, um, mm-hmm. you know, to where the money is put up up front by a, a large title sponsor that way. Uh, entries aren't astronomical, but where you see big payouts at every series event, you know, every trail stop. Yeah, The entry fees will go up quite a bit with that too. Oh, I'd yeah. say, I mean, I, and this is a spitball of numbers, but I think you, you have to see something like 2,500 or more entry fee. Yeah. You know, It'll eventually get it. to that. Oh yeah, for sure. I will, and I, I mean, it, alive. <laughs> Yes, you will, Marty. Yeah, Marty. Surprise. Yeah, we're, doing, we're doing it next year. Ha-ha. Gotcha, Marty. <laughs> That's, Y'all, send me your uh, checks now. 2500 bucks. That's my whole Social Security check. <laughs> you can you can direct deposit to Attorney X. That's the next feature. This is tax deductible, Marty. We can help you out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Steve Fields says three to five years away. Okay, Steve. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know, you know, Steve, Steve's been on this for a long time, like, he and I've talked about it a lot, and it, it is like whoever can unlock that magic combination of, of live viewership and getting the audience there. That's when you start 
appealing to non-endemic sponsors. You know, like we go after the same group of sponsors, you know, and they're all fishing related sponsors. And, you know, nobody, nobody wants to invest big dollars. Like Pepsi doesn't want to come in and spend money if there's no viewers. I mean, and there's no view. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, you know, Mountain Dew, baby, (laughs) Kentucky. But, uh, that's the that's the key, I think, to where this is going to go eventually. Yeah. yeah um, to a lot of people, it's still considered a hobby. But they, they consider oh, it yeah. a hobby. Yep. Well, yep. but I mean, look at, you know, we talk about ROI all the time. The ROI is not there for it to be anything other than a hobby right now. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, you can structure your life to where you can survive on $20,000. But as far as like, you know, just uh, actual actual living goes, it's not not a lot of people have the luxury to be able to, to chase it as a full-time job right now. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it's not there yet. But, hey, I, I hope I live to see it. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Dwayne says he thinks sooner. Okay, Dwayne. You got okay. some inside info over there, Dwayne. Uh, we've got some questions and comments I want to put up as, as we get uh, up against an hour here. Travis Randall from Eco Fishing, he thinks you're going to see more big bass 250 style tournaments, more one-off big payout events. I could see that. I could see that happening. I think there's room for that still, and I think we sure. saw it with that Native series. I think that proved, you know, that there is there is a space in there to grow something else. I think as far as traditional five fish tournaments, we're at a saturation point. I think there's, you know, different tiers from grassroots to state level to national. But as far as the national level goes, I think you're now starting to see, uh, you know, that we've kind of, we've kind of capped that out. Yeah. There's still room on those trails to hold more anglers, but like, right. It, there is not an angler. Uh, there, you could almost live anywhere, and you have more things to fish than you have time and money to fish. Like there is enough tournaments out there to keep everybody busy. The, you know, the growth isn't going to be in tournament trails per se, but it's going to be in attendance at some of these events. And then I'm going to be curious to see how um, different levels develop in this game. For sure. Let me get to back to some more of these um, comments and questions. This is more of a comment from Three the Hard Way on YouTube. He says, tournaments are an outlet for a lot of former athletes that miss competitions. And I'll 100% say the only reason I got into kayak fishing was for the mm-hmm. competition. I saw there was a yeah. local group. I went and bought a kayak, and boom, there it was. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I agree with that. Because, you know, I got you guy my age, I, I mean, I'm very limited in what I can do as far as competitions. You know, there's chess and checkers, I guess, but. I don't really get outside and do something and compete, you know. And, of course, there's pickleball, but that's not my – I just don't get into that stuff. But, anyway, the, the fishing game, you know, I, anybody can do it, you know. Uh, we think we can anyway. I mean, you can uh, – young or old or whatever, you can, you can, you can get into it and, and uh, have a lot of fun with it. Adam Milstead's a great example of that. You know, former pro UFC fighter uh, – still had that competitive itch and now he's all in on kayak fishing you know just to kind of keep him keep him running I'm trying to get over on instagram if you got a question on instagram throw it up there i'll try to catch it um i haven't been doing a good job of looking at those it doesn't doesn't pipe into this feed so that's why i don't see him live uh chris cabral over on youtube in kayak and bass boat fishing do you think the drama is from the purity of the sport is fading 
I don't know if it's from the purity of the sport fading. I think it's when you bring more people, just numbers-wise, statistically, the more people you have involved in something, the more differing opinions or different allegiances, if you will, like that, you see more of that. Like As it grows right. numbers-wise, you're going to run into <laughs> a rusty nail yeah. every now and then. Well, and it's not just kayak fishing. It's everything in the on the planet. Look at the cornhole tournament trail. Amen. Like, there's so much, you know, you got Jeff Malata over there stirring up all kinds of crap every oh, week. Oh, it's unbelievable. And, they've, and, got, they've got cornholiosis, according to Matt. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you don't think there's drama at the bowling alley on Wednesday night, league night, you know, there, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. There's going to be drama and nonsense no matter what. College so, football. Like, I mean, it's it's everywhere. MLF. Look at the MLF, BASS stuff. People want to sit and throw shade. Oh, there's so much drama in kayak fishing. Yep. That doesn't even compare. Like no. these guys, <laughs> these guys are losing three hundred grand. Ne- you know, next week because of you know something somebody said. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it's it groups. You could have a group of people weaving baskets or whatever, and then there's going to be arguments and fights. Bum fights. <clears throat> in case you've yeah. never been on the website, bum fights, man. Bum fights. You can, yeah. Anybody yeah. can get into it. It don't matter. Yeah, I've had some bum fights in this sport. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, from Facebook, Michael Thomas. Is there anything that you got you guys don't like about the new era of kayak fishing? Calling, Everything we just talked about right, for yeah, the last 58 oh. minutes. <laughs> I guess we're calling now the new era. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, I know Michael. Uh, I, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to go out there and I have one. I'm going to say motors. I I just think that I like the pedals and the paddle, but the motors really took a lot of the physical element out of it. Yeah. You know, and you know, for me, it's like what, I, I got to give you a quick story. You know, I'm up at Lacrosse and there's ten of us at the boat ramp. Nine have motors and I and I don't. And I went. 45 minutes with side by side with Jackson North, a motor. And, and we get there and I felt like I just went a marathon, you know, when I got there. So that's when I said to myself, you know what, I got to get a motor. So at least I'm not drained for the rest of the day. Yeah. Jackson was yeah. just sitting there like looking at TikTok too, wasn't he? While you were <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> he said, no, I remember him saying he goes, I got 14% left of my motor. And that was actually on the way there. You had to give him a ride back. No, I don't know. You think you tell him back. <laughs> Uh, might have told me back (laughs) i i do i mean i don't know i i do hate the the advancement in the technology part like i liked it better when honestly i liked it better nobody had fish finders or anything like we just put it at a random ramp and you know 18 dudes paddled off into the night and hopefully somebody could find three fish uh it's but now you know as things advance and and you have sponsor involvement and things uh, a lot of a lot of its business a lot of that comes into play and i think like i said i don't think we're going to go backwards i think you're just going to see more and more things come into it um you know it was great nine ten years ago when when uh, several of us locally here got into it it was it was pure and clean then <laughs> and now now it's this big uh you know you better bring a checkbook with you when you jump into the big stuff it's so funny the dudes with like pedals and everything are calling themselves the purest <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i was paddling a 14 and a half foot uh native sitting side yeah back in those days so, i don't know duke what you run a you run a, a shop one of the best shops in the country right and obviously one of the best in texas is there a 
danger point where you can go too far with not not the technology on the boats, but the boats themselves. I mean, people already laugh at the you know calling a lot of these things kayaks. They're like these ain't kayaks. These are mini bass boats. Is there a point that we can get too far with the design of the kayaks, or or is, or is that something that can just keep pushing as well? Um, I think there's a lot more to be pulled out of these kayaks because speed and and, and stability wise. I think I feel that we can go a little bit quicker and a, a little bit and but you know it needs to be safer. Uh, you know, there's way too many times where people don't don't realize what they put in their boat and you know undercompensate for the weight and then get in rough waters. They don't they don't pay attention to to how crazy the weather gets and then you know they flip and and they have no way to get out of that trouble. So that's that's where the danger comes in. Is not knowing your equipment. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about I, you, Jay or Marty? I mean, is there too, is there a point too far with the design of these things? No, I mean, I, go ahead, Marty. Wait, no, go ahead, Jay. I'll, I'll listen to you here. Well, I, I was just going to say, as far as motors and all that stuff go, I mean, <clears throat> these boats can only go so fast. They're not going to go much more than six, seven miles an hour, no matter what you put on. So I don't know. <laughs> Levi. <laughs> Levi's a big man. What do you think, Marty? Well, I run a I run a Hobie Outback, and when I had everything on there, I'm like, this is getting a little bit dangerous. And so I took off some things. And so my right now, what I'm doing is trying to to you know like trying to strip it down as much as I can to make it as light as I can. And uh, so I took some things off, um, and the motor is only for me is only when I want to get a point A to point B faster than anybody else. It's a long ways away. Um, I don't, you know, but I think that if you get a kayak going seven, eight miles an hour and you hit a stump, you're going to have a serious accident there. Yep. Yep. We've seen that before. (laughs) And uh, then you're looking at seatbelts. Helmets and seatbelts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But there is, there is a danger to that. You know, because we've all hit stumps, um, and you know, in you, the other thing is you're looking at conditions: foggy, rain. You know, with a distance you cannot see in front of you very far, visibility-wise. And I think it becomes an issue then when you when you because there's guys that want to get there first. You know, wherever yeah. they're going, and that's the key. And or they want to change spots and do milk runs. You know, so we've added that element. And is it going to be good for the sport? I don't know. But so far we haven't had any issues. But I think. Once you get past that five miles an hour, I think it starts getting more dangerous. Yeah. I, I think it gives you a false sense of confidence. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. we're out on these bit. like I almost sank mine down on Toledo Bend. Like it, my hole was completely full of water, but in my head, I'm bulletproof and I can, you know, I can get across this slough with 30 mile an hour winds and, and I'm going to make it fine. But there, you know, anything can go wrong. You don't know what it is that's going to fail or, or what's going to put you in that position. I think from a kayak brand standpoint, engineering wise, we're seeing kind of a catch up in advancements. That native Titan X is a great example to where they're thinking about things like, you know, the battery below the water line centered in the kayak, stuff like that, where it's engineered for, for motors and batteries and electronics instead of you know, we're just crazy strapping on <laughs> the biggest, the biggest motor and battery that we can find that, you know, where we actually have platforms that are built to handle this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Jacob made a comment on Facebook, uh, 26 foot long, made of fiberglass, shiny paint. 
So and he's making a joke of that, but think about stuff like um, the Bayek and the Blue Sky and those those things being in the kayak space. Is there a, is there a design that is has gone too far? I mean, is it like can they come up? What if they make one that looks just like a freaking John boat and call it a kayak? I mean, can, is there a cutoff point to that? I don't know what, what the line is. I don't know what the line is. A Gillette Razor. <laughs> <laughs> So you, it, it's funny you bring that up, though. I mean, we talk about advancements and cost and, and you know, what's the next evolution. I wouldn't be shocked if it's not a, a carbon fiber, a really engineered carbon fiber fishing platform or Kevlar or whatever, you know, something super lightweight. I think that's the next, the next step in this is now moving to lighter weight things that are still going to be durable instead of, you know, heavy rotomolded plastic. That's what uh, Rick did. Was it Rick Jackson that made one of those? Yeah, EJ. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Apex. The Apex. Yeah. But yeah. again, I think I think that missed the mark on some stuff. I think if you, you know, took something like that and actually integrated, you know, things like where to mount your, your sonar and, you know, bow mount trolling motor or something and you address things, like I, I think I think there's there's potential for it. I'm not gonna spend ten grand on a on a hole, but you know, yeah, somebody will. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you can't do too much more with the shape from the top down. All these kayaks kind of look alike as it is. So maybe it's materials. I like that. Yeah. Any more questions for these gentlemen or any more comments you want me to throw up, throw them in the comments here and I'll, I'll try to get them on the screen. Uh, same thing over on Instagram. I'll try to catch anything. See yeah, there was a, some of you mentioned wet bar here, Tim Boyden, but I, mm -hmm. I took the barbecue off too. So I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Marty's really cutting back nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Corey says it's going to take a very special, very expensive kayak slash boat to overtake what we have now. You know, I think we all thought that five years ago too. So, and here we are. True. With $25,000 boat, boats on the expo floor at the classic, at the classic yeah. being sold yeah, off the floor. On, on the floor <laughs> that day, <laughs> taken home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know where it goes from here. I guess the cool thing about kayak fishing will always be this: you don't ever have to do that. Correct. Like right. You could you could drop it in off the back of your truck with a paddle and one rod and still compete if you wanted to. You yep. never have to do it. Yeah, I saw somebody. You know, I've seen a lot of comments recently, like, "Oh, uh, they're pricing people out. They're pricing people out." Well, I mean, don't, I think that's a bad attitude. Like, not there is something on the, every financial level scale in this sport to appeal to people. Like you can easily go and find a, a club that's charging 35, 45, 50 bucks to fish a tournament. You don't have to go and, and immediately jump into one of these two, $300 tournaments. Like I've been around bass fishing tournaments for a long, long time. And I can tell you right now, a $300 entry fee ain't nothing yeah. like, some of these bass boat tournaments have real entry fees. Like, I mean, that's I usually like your local, your local pull up to the ramp is a yeah, hundred bucks each. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like our entry fees are very, very affordable, uh, compared to other fishing tournaments. Yeah, like yeah. it, you know, and like I said, there's plenty, of, there are plenty of tournaments out there that are charging 35, 45, 50 bucks to get into. So, I, I kind of cringe when I see that uh, 
you know, the, these tournament trails are just trying to price people out or are pricing people out. I, and I it's, don't it's not only that part. They, they say stuff like that. You can cherry pick which tournaments you fish. You can go sure. fish the Susky. And how many times has a winner had a motor or live scope in play? And, yeah. You know, the last eight tournaments we've had on the Susky. Go fish that if that's what you want to do. But I have terrible news. You're going to get beat by those same anglers that <laughs> that own motors and live scope, not because you know they're using them in that event, but because they're better anglers. Like we, I mean, we see it all the time. Like we just, you have good people. It doesn't matter what you give them, but of course, if they can afford it, they're going to have all the tools possible. Sure. And I think that's a smart there's always somebody with a nicer, nicer rig. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That's right. That's right. Uh, we got a lot of comments about this. People saying it's a cop out. Uh, Joe Mack on YouTube. People complaining about <laughs> getting priced out. I'll have a twelve hundred dollar cell phone. <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> be smoking a thing. Yeah, you you're right about that, Joe. I got that fifteen titanium, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right about that. It's a matter of where you choose to spend that money, right? That's that's what it is. Uh, Mike Wimmer says sell more plasma. Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Three the hard way, Marlin sailfish tourney fees. I saw Wes, uh, Wes the Gray in the comments. She's she's watching the live stream. She knows about that offshore big time uh, uh, fishing out the, out there in the Gulf. I mean, real. You talk about entry fees. Holy hell! Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's more than my car cost to enter that tournament. I have Michael Jordan to pay my fee. Yeah, <laughs> real, <For> real. <laughs> Josh said, "Leave his six alone." Any, any they made they made cigarettes, Josh. I know you. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff's expensive, man. Yeah, I don't know how many I don't know how many Excalibur crankbaits he has to support all them different things, but he's he's doing it. He's doing it over there. Well done, Josh. Uh, yeah, Wes, you do know. Uh, anything else for these guys, Ryan? We've been going a little over an hour now. It's been a great show. It's exactly what I hoped it would be. It's a little reflection on the past and a little talk about what's going to happen. No, I, I don't have anything else for him. Just a thank you to, to each one of you, because like I said, I mean, this whole this whole game that we're playing in right now wouldn't be where it was without the people that we've got on here tonight. Amen. Let me get a picture of you guys. Hold on. <laughs> hey, send me that SD card. That one will keep right there, baby. <laughs> Mail the SD card to Jeff. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. No, that's you got to figure out how to print that out. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'll echo what Ryan said. Amazing work over the years, guys. I know you got a lot of years of, of doing this left in you. So well done for what you've done so far and what you're going to do in the future, man. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Yeah. There we go. Good job. Ryan, what a show. Yep. That, that was fun, man. Those guys Let's give awesome. away some sunglasses. What do you say? Let's give away some glasses and get these guys out of here. You, everybody knows what it's going to be. There's no secret to how we do the giveaway. It's going to, wait a minute, I got to change the hashtag though. It's hashtag Revo <laughs> to win. I had it still from last time. It have been weird to throw hashtag BOS up on the screen. I mean, whatever. Hashtag Revo for a chance to win the, the glasses. Throw that in the comments. Any any last minute comments you have about the show, throw that in there too. That was fun, man. Uh, that was good. I mean, if you talk about a wealth of kayak knowledge, <laughs> I mean, right there was, you know, 50... 50 plus years of, of experience there. We just had on here. Yeah. First show of 24 in the books. We've had Twitchers and Xers all night long, along with the YouTube and Facebook group. So I see them in the comments. That's awesome. We're starting to get a foothold over there on those other platforms, right? Boy, I've been, I've been 
thinking about that quite a bit, <laughs> staying yeah. up at night, hoping, I know. The, hoping the tweeters and uh, what's that other twitchers, the rumblers, uh, rumblers really get on board with us. Look, that's my job. I'm over there worrying <laughs> about those people. All right. I've, if we can go live every week and the page isn't shut down, I'm usually pretty happy. I don't really care where it broadcasts to, uh, <laughs> as long as we as long as we can put it somewhere. Yeah. See, people have always said we're we're a unique pair because we both, you know, I'm over there worried, being neurotic about where we're streaming and who's who's commenting where, and then you bring the you bring the uh, the flavor, the color to the show, right? Yeah. I'm out there with a baseball bat trying to get get people That's right. to mail their checks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, we've got well over 100 people on the live, but only 64 entries. So I'll give it another few seconds before we before we do this draw. Maybe 64 people have already won the glasses, so they don't want to enter again. Who knows? Chris Hogan called us uh, the Ying Yang Twins. Ying Yang Twins, yeah. So that's pretty <laughs> Yeah, Trey. I, so this is what I put on X. I said, hey, we're looking. our New Year's resolution over there is to hit 1,000 followers. We're up in, <laughs> up in the 800s. So if you don't follow us on oh. Twitter, get over there and follow us on Twitter. I don't even, do I follow us on Twitter? I don't, I don't even know, know if I have a Twitter, to be honest with you. Yeah, my original Twitter got banned, so all I have left is KBN. Okay. My Jeff Malott Twitter got got kicked for saying something like uh, election related or something like that. Yeah, so that's why I didn't have a Twitter uh, initially, but I guess I can do one now. Yeah. Now that Elon's <laughs> burned it to the ground, yeah, <laughs> might as well go ahead and get on there. Freedom. Uh, all right, let's do this drawing. Here Freedom we go. Butter jelly towel. <laughs> you lost your oh, chance. I know been here. You waited too long. <laughs> here we go. Pi squared. I guess there's some cool YouTube names. The one thing I like about YouTube is it's all these fake al- Josh Evans. Josh Evans. Look hey, at yo. him. Look at him. My man, Josh Evans. See, Here I'm glad go. you got out of the shower for this one, Josh. Congrats. Hit the draw again button. No, I'm just kidding. Josh. <laughs> there you go. Straight uh, from the shower, maybe the toilet. Josh Evans wins the video. Josh, great news. You get a code on this one so you can you can get your sunglasses sent to your house. You don't have to wait on me to send you three prize packs in one box. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, that was fun, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back. We're back at it. Sorry we took two yeah. weeks off. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even pay attention to the fact that Christmas and New Year's were falling both on, on Mondays like that. But yeah, we, we know and, now. And you know, the little best of uh, clip show that I put up actually did really well. Got a lot of views, some solid comments. I, well, I was reading comments on it. I had comments popping up on my feed and we weren't even, weren't even there. Yeah, there we go. We out there. <laughs> Everybody begging for the code now. Let me drop uh, it in the comments. First to use it, it's the glasses. Like Thunderdome. All right, what are we? We'll we'll come up with something great for next week. Don't worry, we're gonna get get back to it here. Pin and pad. Uh, we won't miss one for a while now. Amen. All right, we're going, y'all. Later. <laughs>